Hey guys, welcome to Give Me Up Body. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart, and we're getting into Star Trek Discovery with the season one episode, The Wolf Inside. Uh, this is getting very interesting. I actually, the reason why this podcast is so lit out this week, it's because I got into this episode on the day that this, this was supposed to be out Thursday past. Depending on whenever you're listening to this podcast, it's completely irrelevant at this point. But I was trying to keep to the schedule of three uploads a week. And uh, yes, I'm completely off it, and that's all due to season one of Discovery. I got this episode and sitting down to watch it, just to refresh my mind on it before we get on to do a little chat about it. And ended up watching the entirety of the rest of the season back to back uh, no sleep, late to work the whole works, you name it uh, yeah, complete and utter disaster as a person this week but uh, this was a great great episode, it starts off on the discovery with uh, Stan Metz cradling his dead lover Dr. Culber in a corridor he's found by a technician and she's repairing the the lights and whatnot of the the ship. Um back over on uh the Shanzhou, which is in this mirror universe, the ship is still there. And Burnham is in this universe, she's the captain of it. And she's getting stressed out with trying to keep up with the whole demeanour of the character, the sort of person she has to be in the mirror universe. And there Saru is, he's enslaved in this universe, his whole culture is, and he's a, her personal attendant, and he's helping her, cleaning her up, giving her a spa treatment, you name it. Um, we cut to the the Terrans, they are executing members of the crew for thoughts of crimes against the, the Emperor by basically used, just using the transporter to transport them in the deep space and killing them that way. Um, Burnham, she confides, confides her concerns to Taylor while they're in bed and he tells her that he's she's his teller to reality. Of course, he's having these flashes of torment and torture and whatnot and we finally get to work out Soon, what exactly happened to him? We got a, you know, a glimpse of it in the previous episode before he killed uh, Dr. Culber. So it's just more or less getting it confirmed at this point that he was actually a Klingon transformed into a human, basically. Um, Tilly, now masquerading as captain of the Discovery in this universe, contacts Burnham and turns the transmission over to Saru and they can discuss how Burnham can get the Defiant intelligence to the Discovery. Uh, of course, the, the Defiant that they're talking about came across from their universe to the Mar universe, which we seen in detail in a two-parter in Star Trek Enterprise through the Mar Darkly. I think the two part was called. Uh, so this is the ship they're trying to get hold of in this episode to find a way out if the spore drive can't work. 
uh, of course, uh, stand mats is in no physical shape to actually, you know, work the spore drive at this point. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Suryu asks her if she's seen any Kelpians in the universe, how his race is alive and well, and Burnham lies, tells him that there's, she hasn't met any. Uh, she doesn't want to tell him that his mother herself is a slave, essentially. So, on the discovery, Suryu and Tully discuss whether they should tell Burnham about Culber's death. Suryu decides it's not a good idea, it would distract her from her mission. Uh, the, suspe- the suspicion is that Stan Metz at this point, they think that Stan Metz killed Culber himself, you not been mentally on his own head, let's just say. Um, they reckon that, you know, Culber let down the, the force field around Stan Metz, Stan Metz could out and kill them. Um, yeah, but Tilly, she wants to treat Stan Metz herself instead of some of the medical personnel because she's got a little bit of understanding of spores <coughs> and uh yeah back in the Shanzu Burnham has given the location of the leaders of a rebellion uh, including the Klingon leader called the Firewolf and she's ordered to destroy the planet that he's on along with all the rebels uh first officer Begins giving the order to prep torpedoes, but Burnham reprimands her, uh, canceling the order, and explains that she she'll get the the intel that they need before destroying the base. So she's going to go down herself, along with uh, what's his face, <laughs> Tyler. Um, yeah. So and uh, the brig, Lorca advises that. She she gave the order to destroy the planet in order to fulfill their mission, but Burnham feels that the, the torture he's undergoing is affecting his judgment. Uh, she feels that if she can find a way to negotiate with the Klingons, they may be able to solve the conflict back in their own universe. And it's just that, you know, uh, the Klingons are working with other races in this universe, and like, you know, if we can work out how they came to an agreement, maybe we can use that whenever we get back home. Um, he sees her perspective and tells her to take Tyler down with her. Uh, Tully explains to Saru her plan to use spores to heal Stan Metz's brain. Um, he gives her permission to try the treatment. Uh, she, you know, she reckons he's stuck in this network that they use to travel through and using the spores, or maybe bring them back out of it, more or less. Uh, back with Tyler and Burnham, they beam down to the planet, and they're attacked straight away. Uh, Burnham gets Tyler to surrender to the rebels, in order to find them, to get a meeting with this firewolf. Uh, the firewolf turns out to be the mirror version of Vok, and this causes Tyler to retreat from the group when Burnham offers them the chance to evacuate uh, before Shanzu fires in the planet. Uh, he calls, this version of Vok calls in the, what he calls the prophet to come and check that their intentions are what he says they are. And, you know, as, as far as he's concerned, as a, the leader of the, the rebels, this is 
just a ploy to get in there and win their trust then kill them anyway. So, uh, yeah, it turns out to be the mirror version of Sarek. Of course, in the the Prime Universe, uh, Sarek is her father. So he does the mind meld with her and discovers that, uh, of course, doesn't so much say what he finds, but he just knew he realises, oh, shit, she's from a, a different universe and she's my daughter, I'm her father in the mirror universe and whatnot. So he's just like, you know, this is what she's saying is true. Uh, he mind melds with Burnham, sees it all. Uh, yeah, but before the evacuation can begin, she asks the Marvok how he was able to unite the species against the Terrans. And as he ex- starts to explain, Tyler starts getting flashbacks again. And of course, at this point, we know we're just not confirmed and concrete at this point, but as a viewer, you've worked out at this point that Tyler is in fact Vok and now meeting the mirror versions. He's meeting himself essentially at this point. So uh, he gets these flashbacks again, seeing more and more detail each time. So he attacks the mirror Vok, but Vok beats him down very quickly, wins the battle. He's going in to kill him, accusing Burnham of deception, but Sarek steps in and he speaks up and reasserts that Burnham has indeed gotten good intentions, you know, as far as, like, I can't explain this, that head, but uh, her motivations are pure. Um, the rebels give Burnham a data core with important intel on the rebellion, and they tell her uh, they'll make the necessary changes to render the information useless by the time they, the Terran Empire decrypts it. Leaving the base, Burnham has the Shanzu beam horror Tyler back and she turns this core over to Detmar and orders the torpedoes to be readied, but uh, only at her order. So, uh, yeah, she orders Tyler to join her in her quarters. Back over into Discovery, Saru, Tully there, doing their best to work this spore treatment. Um, yeah. On stand nets and Suri expresses, you know, a bit of admiration for the work that Tully's doing. You know, she's starting to be showing real intelligence at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, stand nets vitals begin to spike. Against Tully's recommendation, she's going to keep going. It's going to work, it's going to work. Suri orders the medical staff into the sport chamber to try and revive him. You know, his heart stops, the whole works, they're unable to resuscitate him. At this point, they think he's dead. Back over in Shanzu, uh, Burnham demands that Tyler come clean about what's going on with him. And he confesses that Laurel, the, the Klingon tormentor of his, which is in the brig over in Discovery, has some sort of hold over him. Uh, he explains that he tried to be humoured for her, but seeing... Vok finally tipped the balance and he's accepted who he really is and he admits to killing Dr. Culber and this throws Burnham completely off balance of course um, yeah so he ends up attacking her and tries to kill her and uh, she's realising that he really is Vok who she she met the original Klingon version of him in the Battle of the Binary Stars and uh, of course 
Tyler slash Falk remembers. You know, at this point, his mind's came completely into focus. That, you know, he's, he's recalling everything from Valk at this point. Um, yeah, he remembers that she was, Burnham was the one that killed Takuvma at the beginning. And he tries to kill her. And has mind for, you know, they, you know, you killed my lord, more or less, I'm going to take your life for it. So uh, they're fighting. Uh, the mirror version of Saru comes in and throws Tyler slash Valk out to the guards. And they pretty much take him out, knock him unconscious or, you know, subdue him at least and take him off to the brig. Uh, Burnham sees Deadmire out in the corridor and confirms the order to prepare Tyler's execution by transporter. So, back in the Discovery, Tilly, she's mourning the death of Stan Metz. You know, she's let everybody down at this point, but then they start to see signs of him beginning to revive and we cut into what's going on in his head at this point and in his head or in his mind that he meets a mirror version of himself and uh, Mycelio Forest and uh, it starts to get into real there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode like a lot of stuff like throughout the rest of this series there's a lot going on um, yeah so Stan Metz is basically inside his own head at this point inside the Mycelio network, this forest sort of thing, meets himself in there. And at this point, you don't actually work out what's going on. Well, you kind of do and you kind of don't at the same time. But uh, more or less what's going on here is this version of Stan Metz isn't just what Stan Metz reckons is maybe his own psyche speaking to him, but it's actually another version of himself is trapped in there from the mirror universe um, so back in the Shanzu transporter room Detmire she's passing the sentence on Tyler and Burnham offers him a chance to say something as defence and he responds and Klingon just been defiant to the end she gut punches him and then she takes the controls of the transporter herself to execute him and uh, yeah, he is transported out, and then she orders that Lorca be brought to her ready room. Out in space, we see him materialize in deep space, and he's starting to die. But then he's then caught by another transporter, which turns out to be the Discovery. Um, yeah, so uh, he turns up on Discovery, and he's put in the brig with Saru. After Saru removes the disc from his uniform, whenever Burnham punched him in the gut, she put the the details of the Defiant there so that the Discovery can get it, decrypt it, and work out a way to get out of the universe. Um, back over in Shanzu, Lorca and Burnham there discussing the next step, and the bridge informs her that another ship is targeting the planet. At this point, she hasn't carried out the orders to take out the rebels. She's still giving them time to escape. But this other ship turns up and uh, takes out absolutely everything on the surface. And Burnham tries to stop the ship but is unable to see 
or communicate with it. And you know, the planet is basically wiped out at this point on the surface. So there's an uncommon transmission at the end of the episode from the Emperor. It's her ship that turns up. And uh, we discover that in this universe, the Mirror universe, the Emperor turns out to be Georgiou, uh, the captain that she turned on at the beginning, got killed. The beginning of the series got killed. Turns out she's the Emperor in this universe. So it's, it's, uh, it ends off on a real good note the end of this episode she's on the bridge of her ship the man what's going on and the, the emperor turns up on screen herself and like hello there <laughs> I just went to Obi-Wan Kenobi territory which since we're t- talking about Star Trek and this entire podcast at this point is all about Star Trek I hope you'll forgive me for going the hello there route but it is what it is it was kind of what happened at the end of the episode and uh, yeah the emperor reprimands Burnham for the delay and following her orders and reminds her that one must bow to one's emperor and burn him with a pretty shocked look on her face. Uh, bows to her. Uh, Orca's on the bridge at this point, uh, seeing what's going on. And he's just looking on at what's happening. So it's an interesting end to this episode. And again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it sucked me right in to watch the rest of the entire season which is the reason why the podcast, again, is so lit. So I do apologise, but it is what it is. You know, if you're a science fiction fan and indeed a Star Trek fan, you can get sucked in incredibly quickly. And on the subject of getting sucked into Star Trek and this podcast being so lit, um, we have a, a station on TV here in the UK called Legend that's running reruns at the moment of like the original series and the next generation and whatnot. And I just happened to, whenever I was about to sit down to record the podcast today, made the mistake of turning on the TV and checking out Legend. And the the two parter was on where Picard gets captured by the the Borg and changed into Lucutus. So of course, seen that countless times at this point. But the beauty of Star Trek is when it gets hoardy, it gets hoardy in a big bad way. So I actually had to sit and watch the two-parter there. And uh, it was it was tasty. It's just as entertaining now as it was the very first time I watched it. Absolutely adore these shows. Um, so I've got a good excuse for the podcast being so late. You can blame Star Trek. <laughs> so it is what it is, guys. I am absolutely loving it. So you're going to be getting two episodes of the podcast back to back. Because we're actually... Uh, I should be doing an episode of the original series today as well. So, uh, yeah. Big love, guys. I hope you're all staying safe. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.